Welcome to the Beauty and the Beat, the podcast that talks about everything beauty on the beaten track to happiness. I am your host, Sophia, and along with my wonderful co-hosts, Betsy and Amanda, we are bringing you some of our best conversations about life experiences on the journey to happiness and fulfillment. From life purpose through love lessons, career ups and downs, family, friends and relationships, we're here to share them with you. I hope you're ready for this wonderful journey with us, as we are so excited to have you here. Welcome to episode six. Today, we're going to talk about online dating. I'm sure the millennials that are listening to us today have plenty of experience with this marvelous type of dating. <laughs> It wasn't always like this before in the past. Like if you ask your grandparents or even your parents, how did they meet? It was mostly maybe friends introduced them or they went out to the pub or a bar or, you know, sometimes cruising aisles in the supermarket would be the ultimate dating ground. And nobody really had experience with this whole online thing until probably like late 1990s when all of the things started with possibly chat rooms, I think, were the first one. What do you think, guys? Was the chat room the first place where the online dating kind of started? Well, I think uh, after doing some research, online dating did start through chat Yeah, have you ever gone to like a chat room before? I've never gone to a chat room. I don't even, I mean, I guess a chat room is like Facebook Messenger, but with a lot of people probably, right? Yeah, it I used to be like, Well, from my experience, because I was at the ripe age of like 15 when all this chat room stuff started, and it was like a website where you can go on to, and there would be like a screen where everybody would be writing different kind of comments. So usually when people would come into the chat room, they would say something like, hey, is there anyone from this and that town in the chat room? And then when you started speaking to that person, I think at first the you were just speaking with them on the main screen. And then and then there was possibility of privately messaging the people. And then you can have these messenger chats with people. Like messenger was huge back when I was like a teenager and people will exchange these messages through them. But I remember watching this movie called You've Got Mail with Meg Ryan. It was Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks in You've Got Mail. And I don't know how they started speaking to each other, but they started exchanging emails and talking to each other without revealing their identity. And it was really funny because they actually knew each other in everyday life and they were competitors, right. business mm -hmm. competitors. So that was really funny how they didn't reveal their identity. But with all this chatting in the chat rooms came like an instant knowledge of somebody that you haven't really met. So you could Before there were like pictures and stuff, you could just kind of speak to the person and they would describe themselves in a certain way. So if somebody decided to lie to you, you know, and describe themselves as like the six foot five giant and actually they're like four foot three or some, some sort of thing that would be, you know, like something that you're not looking for at the time. I don't know. And people could be married and like doing all sorts of funny business like they pretty much do even these days. <laughs> With the pictures and stuff, I don't think they can lie as much as they did back in the late 90s. And 
you know, you would gather up this knowledge about somebody you might be messaging with somebody that lived really far away from you. So there was no chance of meeting up. But I feel like the most interesting part about the early online dating was that it gave you an idea about a person and you've learned stuff about the person that you could basically fall in love without ever laying eyes on that person. And then when you meet that either could have flourished into a relationship or could have stayed on a friendship basis. So that's the early datings online for me was about. Like you said, Amanda, that you've never gone into a chat room, but have you ever done any sort of online dating? When it comes to online dating and we talk about the early start of online dating, I think when we look at something like Facebook, Facebook has been around almost 20 years, 20 maybe. 20 years, I think. Yeah. yeah. So when we look at it, I think when we think of things like Facebook, Facebook would have been the first place where online dating actually started in a way. But before Facebook, I remember the columns at the back of newspapers. You remember the single columns? The single thing, yes. That's yeah, right, they, yes. At the, at the back, they had it at the back of the Evening Standard. And I think that moved online pretty yes, quickly. Yeah. After a while, the Evening Standard dating thing was online. But going back to what Sophia said about, you know, just interacting with someone and talking to someone that you never known before mm-hmm. and then starting to date them, I think kind of like chat rooms, Facebook was similar because sometimes, you know, a friend of a friend will friend you because they like you and then they just start talking to you in messenger for a while the difference is you can see their pictures and everything yes and then maybe you might go on a date or you hang out with friends and you get to know them that could also work out but chat room in the sense of things i've never actually been in a chat room no neither am i i don't think that i was even actually uh, familiar with that maybe being slightly older than you Sophia, that uh, I didn't engage in in uh, chat rooms, so and definitely wasn't something that I've ever known about or know anyone that has. So it was interesting for you to give us some insight into that. I mean, there are probably listeners out there that have engaged. You know, um, if we did, if we were able, I'd love to be able to hear some stories of, from people about yeah. their experiences. It was very interesting because it was at the times of the dial-up internet. And I remember my dad turning off the internet, doing all sorts of hacks on me because I used to spend hours talking to this one guy that was from like a different town. And then I remember that, you know, obviously, I don't know if you could send pictures back in the days, but I think I spoke to him for months before he sent me a picture. And then when he sent me a picture, I was like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but- I still really liked talking to him, but it never went anywhere. And then I remember... I was speaking to this guy that was older than me. I think I lied about my age to him. I think I said that I was 17, but I was 15 at the time when we were speaking. And to this day, I'm in touch with that guy still. It's bizarre because he was from Slovakia, just like me. And then he moved to America. And when I went to America, when I was 19, we were going to meet, but he lived in Atlanta. And then it's just like we were passing each other in at some point because he returned back to Slovakia for a bit when I was uh, just at home from living abroad for a while. And I still, I have him as my Facebook friend and we wish each other happy birthday every year. And it's been, wait, hold on. It's going to be like 20 years that I know this man and never met him. That's amazing. That's yeah. really, really amazing because, so you know, that's what I'm talking about. Those are the type of friendships that form mm-hmm. through the internet. But, you know, 
if you guys have met, maybe you might have been married today or maybe not. Um, maybe not. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But I think sometimes it's better to keep somebody as a friend rather than date them because it ends up being nicer if you just have that memory of them as a friend rather than dating them. I feel like there was this saying is like, if you really like someone, it's better to be friends with them than date them. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny why they say that. Anyway, so this was like the old type of and the beginnings of online dating, the chat rooms and early Facebook messages. Even Facebook used to have these groups of cities where people were from. I remember I've been asked out on a date to go to a Jay-Z's concert with one of the guys that I've never met, but we met on the concert because he like gave me the ticket because his sister couldn't go. So it was great. I got to see Jay-Z for free and then basically have a date with this guy after, which was interesting. But now it all moved into a whole nother level. Welcome to the era of online dating on apps. Yes, it's yeah. available at a click of a finger, at a swipe to right or swipe to left. Everybody's on it. Everybody's using it. Different types of apps for different kinds of activities, you know. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got so much choice. And, you know, it's funny, you were saying even about going back to Facebook, you know, initially Facebook was, um, you know, created for friends to reunite, but then eventually we turned into something where people use as a platform to date one another and to get in touch with people. I found that now, you know, most of the people who I, who I get friend requests from are from men, uh, you mm-hmm. know, friends of friends, and their ultimate goal is to go on a date or to ask me out. That's what I find now. I want to say something, Betsy, that that's good, though, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because, you know, when we think about the way friendships work in the past, you'd go to a bar with your friends, you meet a friend of theirs from school, Mm -hmm. and then he'll ask you out. Mm -hmm. It's actually kind of the same thing, Mm -hmm. because I would actually prefer Facebook dating Mm -hmm. than any other apps. Oh, of course, no, there wasn't any uh, right or wrong. It was just, you know, just making a, like a yeah. Comment, yeah, yeah. statement about how it's kind of progressed and what it's what become What I'm telling now. you is go yeah. on those dates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, being someone who's married and divorced, you know, I think, you know, well, people always tell me that I should use these apps as, mm-hmm. as you know, to pro, you know, to profile myself. But I think I'm a bit of a, you know, a traditionalist. And I, I find going on apps really quite difficult I find it, you know, for me, quite impersonal to just kind of scroll left or right. Because also when I think about it is that I don't have a type. So, so people have a type. So when people are going on certain apps and they see a picture of somebody, they have a type. So for them, it's easy to pick. Whereas I go for people, you know, character and more of. So I do find swiping left or right based on how somebody looks. For example, you know, the modern day apps quite uh, not for me, really. So, well, maybe what you need, Betsy, is just to go on online dating because you're on like sites. One of the best sites that have been said to be one of the best for dating is actually a site called eHarmony. That's right. Yeah. Because eHarmony asks about, I think it's about 100 questions or more. They do. They profile Yes, they profile you and you only see people looking for what you're looking for. So they ask you questions like, you know, they obviously they ask you about the looks and they ask you about, do you like staying at home? Mm-hmm. Do you prefer a man who like who wants a woman that stays at home? Do you prefer your man to be the main breadwinner? A lot of things are sorted. Yeah, to filter before to your you needs. Even, yeah, before you even start looking at pictures. Yes. Yeah, yeah. say, it's almost like what we talked about in the last one of our love languages. It's almost That's like right. they go through those languages mm-hmm. and they 
break them down so that you choose, if you're true, you're most likely going to match people that are on the same level. Mm -hmm. And the great thing about eHarmony is you don't get a lot of time wasters because I mean, who's going to sit down and fill out by a hundred questions after a hundred questions? <laughs> That's very then, true. You know, so a lot of those time wasters prefer the swipe, the swipe apps. Yeah. Where it's just app. swipe That's, that's correct. That's, yeah, that's right. You're right. Very right there. I mean, yeah, there are many apps today, which are, you know, like you said, ask more in-depth questions and will also give you a criteria. So there are people that are, who are educated. So you can find, you can really choose what, caters to you so if you're looking for somebody who's older or divorced or who's educated it's amazing what you can find nowadays on such apps i'm still a bit dubious when it comes to app to apps because um, of some of the experience that i've had but mm -hmm. i mean that's for another no we're yes. going to get there soon we're going to get there I soon think okay. is going to lead us there stories from both of you by the yeah, way yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna, i think she's going to lead us there you stories too trust me trust uh, me yeah, yes but going back to the apps so um mm -hmm. explaining to our audience there are two types of apps i mean not two types of apps there's several types of online dating mm -hmm. they're the apps which are applications on your phone and then there's some which are basically just online you have to go on the internet and the main difference with a lot of the apps is they've got this formula, which was started by Tinder, which is the swipe yeah. left, swipe right That's thing. That's right, yeah. You like, We're you swipe left. Superficial dating. Yeah, it's kind of superficial dating. It is. But what I want to do here is I want to go back and say something. What is dating? Because we have to remember that in places like the UK, dating was not a popular term, at least when we were growing up. It was called, I'm going out with you. Mm -hmm. Are you going out with her? I'm going to see her. Yes. You know what I mean? And in those days, if you went out with someone, if you're seeing each other, you're going out with them. After like two months, that's your boyfriend. Yeah. You can yes. question him where he's been. You know what I mean? Now it's like you could be seeing someone for a year and they'll be like, oh yeah, we're just, we're just dating. So I think the reason I'm mentioning that is People are hiding under this umbrella of the term dating. That's right. Yeah. They're using it as a, it's become a term for just seeing several people, just seeing mm -hmm. whoever you mm -hmm. want. Like just go online, pick one, go on the date. You might see her again. You might not. You might keep on seeing her and still see other people. And I think that's the real issue because this word dating has now traveled yeah. across the Thanks. whole world, you know, and everybody is kind of, doing this dating thing where it was never the way we kind of courted in the past. I was about to say that, Amanda, you hit the nail on the head and it was exactly that. So courting was something that was taken seriously, you know, as a means to getting to know a person, but also to committing to yeah, them. So you're building a relationship. relationship. But, but not just to have a relationship, but with the end goal being that you get married to one another. So it was with a real, I mean, you know, you did it with a purpose. There was the end goal was to find your, your perfect partner, so to speak, and get married. Whereas dating now, like you said, is used quite frivolously in the sense that it's quite casual. So yeah. you can be with as many people because you're just dating. You know, there's no real end goal. You're just getting a feel of that person, you know, getting to know that person. Maybe it's, it's a sexual relationship. It's used, like you say, Amanda, quite loosely now. What I feel that actual 
commitment or like calling someone my boyfriend or girlfriend has been glorified to a level of what being engaged used to be 20 years ago, you know? People are so scared of that term, boyfriend, girlfriend, like it means like they will have to stay with the person forever and ever. I feel like the fear of commitment has reached its ultimate peak these days, purely for the fact that we have apps like this that offer unlimited choices to people. And when you find people that are a little bit unsure about where they stand in their life, where they don't have things figured out, like where what's their journey, what's their purpose, where they want to go, what they want to do, they tend to be like, well, I'm not sure. I'm just here right now. So I'm just going to spend some time with that person, that person, that person. And they literally just, I'm talking both about male and both female, because there's a lot of females that like to go on multiple dates with multiple different men and just see what's out there, which there's nothing wrong about that. But where it gets lost, I feel, is that people have this huge fear of commitment and they don't want to just pursue one person if they can pursue three, four people at the same time. You're very right, Sophia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's really true. But also what I wanted to talk about was the fact that, like Betsy said, the dating thing has become very, very casual. And point you made, Sophia, that, you know, now when people say that's my boyfriend or girlfriend, it's like, oh, my God, you just got engaged. Yes. And the <laughs> a part of it is it comes back to what we always talk about. And I don't want to sound like a broken record. It's part of it is because knowing yourself. So a lot of them feel peer pressure, right? They're like, oh, if I say I've got a girlfriend, my, my mates are going to laugh at me, you know, like, because you have that, especially in America where these guys are so macho and they can't admit that I, they have a girlfriend, big deal. You know, like everyone has a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a wife or a husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are too embarrassed to say that. And a lot of women are also, some people are so unsure or insecure about themselves that they go along with it. I knew a girl who was dating a guy, dating supposedly for two years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's not a date. That's your boyfriend. And she's like, we're dating, we're dating. And I think dating, there's nothing wrong with dating if that's all you're looking for. Like there's some people, they've got a certain age. They just want to meet lots of people. But even then, my thing is, even if you just want to be someone that dates, why be someone dating five people at the same time? Why don't you just date one person for six months and then date another person for another six months? At least commit to one because person. can and they don't want to commit. I was going to say that. And because, you know, it's about, like you said, knowing yourself and knowing what you want. If you don't know what you want in a person, there's no way you're going to be able to be with just that one person and, because you, you're not clear. You're not exactly. clear in your thoughts. Exactly. From my experience, I know what I want. And if I go on a dating app, I go there for the purpose of actually meeting somebody that I can get to know on a deeper level. I can meet multiple times and decide whether I want to take it to another level with them. But the second I hear the fear of commitment spiel and all of this thing, it puts me off completely because it's like, well, where was this discussion when we were getting to know each other through the app? Like they all seem to say, oh, they want to go on dates and they want to get to know someone. But when it comes to actually 
find like they're breaking the bread as they say you know and like discussing like potential future or like commitment they all seem to feel like oh my god i'm not sure if i'm ready for this like the whole girlfriend boyfriend thing it's lost its light lightness yeah it's became a heavy word almost i feel like i have to handle it with care and be very careful like when people drop this girlfriend boyfriend thing so I don't know where the future of online dating lies. It's probably just for people to start hooking up more or whatever's going to happen. No, but, but I think it's, it's, it's going back to what Amanda said. I think it's very key in the types of apps that you go for, you know, she, you know, because like what Amanda was saying is that you have certain apps which are geared purely for people, for singles to get together, to really form, uh, you know, a union and, you know, meaningful relationships. Hence why they ask the certain, you know, all the questions and they go into depth and they filter who's right or wrong, you know, who's right for you. Yeah, and- I almost feel like you're saying that if you're really serious about finding a partner through online services, mm-hmm. like you have to pay for the profiling. So then you are being scanned against the people that are mm-hmm. having the same values as you, um, exactly. looking for the same thing, and you're comp- based on the questionnaire that you've answered exactly and you're committed and you know like you said some of those yeah but that's right Sophia because what I wanted to say was it's one thing like we mentioned before you know when you were talking you said or was it Betsy that was saying that some people were saying oh yeah Betsy was saying it that you know she doesn't have a type so she's not going on looks now you have to remember when a lot of people are going on swipe left swipe right they're going, they're going on looks, aesthetics. age, aesthetics, yeah. or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And maybe some apps might have your job there. So they're going basically on aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And science has proven that as for especially men, men are totally visual. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. if a guy sees a girl with some big boobs and some big this, he'll just think, okay, I like her. So he'll date her. It's a totally pure sexual, you know, yeah. visceral experience. Superficial. All the superficial, apps, yeah. the apps are really yeah. superficial and they're exactly. mostly to men based on their visual. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but no, 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 it's not catered mostly to men. You just said, like, because some of, yeah, the swipe left, swipe right is sometimes, but sometimes I think what they try to do a lot of those apps, like Bumble is catered more to women because mm-hmm. women apparently start the chat, chat or whatever. That's correct, yeah. yes, yeah. But what the, I think the apps are trying to do is for you guys to now chat about, you know, each other, but most mm-hmm. people don't because yeah. what ends up happening on those apps is they start talking to one person, then you start talking to the next, then you start talking to the next, and you forget the first person you were talking yes. to because yes, yes. you're talking to like 30 I'm people. Choice, and yeah. and also, Amanda, where you were saying where Bumble, where the woman has to make the first move, it's also switching roles, you mm-hmm. know. So I think we're very even now when it comes to online dating in, in the part that we but we play as but men, also, as women. Betsy, when we talk about switching roles, mm-hmm. I hate to say this for the feminists out there because I'm a feminist. Okay, well, feminist, I, I know what you mean. I wasn't saying it quite in that way, but women what I'm not, saying... No, 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 I'm not talking about what you're saying. I'm yeah. going to say something. Yeah. But what I wanted to say was... Part of all this is because also women have become a lot more independent and women are allowing themselves to be treated like that. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Because if all men went on the apps Mm -hmm. and every girl was like, oh yeah, you know, they had, you know, morals and they had a way about themselves, men would not get away with what they get away with, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But a lot of the apps have now turned and 
the bad news for a lot of women, unfortunately for us, is that this is awful because young girls are using this app. Mm-hmm. I'm finding girls as young as, like you said, you know, 17, 18, 19, using these apps, trying to date 45-year-old men. Whoa. And they, <laughs> no, no, listen to this. Listen mm-hmm. to this. There are girls out there that know that these men like young girls. And there are girls out there that are physically going to date these guys and trying to get them to pay for this or pay for that. And these guys will do it yes. because she's 18 and you know, they're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm getting a nice young girl. But the girl's very manipulative because I've seen mm-hmm. that happen as well, where a lot of young girls are getting on these apps mm-hmm. and they're meeting older men, older married men. I live in Los Angeles where almost I could say 50% of men here have a sugar baby between mm-hmm. the age of 18 and 20, maybe 30, which is, you know, not even 30. Most of them are looking for between age 18 and 25. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these girls are getting on apps like Seeking Arrangement, MillionaireMatch.com. Um, yes. What's another one? Um, there's What's Your Price? There are all what? sorts of apps. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm missing out here. <laughs> What'sYourPrice.com is basically a, an app where you go, you put a price, and the guy, if he agrees to pay the price, he, take, he can take you out for dinner and he Gives you the money for your time, supposedly. Oh, so, oh, right. oh. I mean, this is this is this is taking on a whole new yes, meaning, not, isn't it? Not, yeah, I didn't even know about that. It's like a dinner app. So all it is is wow. you. And I know girls here that have used it. I know girls that are using it. You know, I mean, some of them use it as a way to make extra money. So they meet these guys who are so excited to go on a date, and the guy has to pay you to dinner. And you can set your price from anything, from whatever, and you negotiate it before you. What? Yeah, goodness gracious me! <laughs> like, would they not be worried about like, I don't know? With them, you meet them in a public place, you have dinner, and that's it. And that's how the site gets away with it. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, it'll be classed as something else. Yeah. So the whole thing I think about dating apps is, I also believe there's someone for everyone. True. If you really want to find someone, listen, if you throw spaghetti on the wall, something will stick. So <laughs> if I you always to the right temperature and right time, it will stick. Yeah. <laughs> so what, you, what you need to do if you're really serious about meeting someone is you choose three dating apps and you just go on dates. You know, you go on a hundred dates, two hundred dates. The law of probability. Oh, do you really have to I'm exhausted by even listening to that. Yeah, but you're not serious then. If you really want a partner, are you ready to do what it takes in the modern day? You see what I'm saying? I guess you're right. Yeah, modern modern day. day. You just have to see each one of them as a dinner. I mean, I remember when I, I mean, when I went on online dating, I tried Tinder and I loved it. I loved it not because, you know, it got to a point where I wasn't even interested in the dates. Mm-hmm. I was interested in them taking me to dinner. I was going out for dinner three, four times a week. And I remember every time the guys would say, oh, um, why don't I take you to this restaurant or that? The first thing I'll do is I'll go online and I'll be like, mm, yum, 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 yum. And I was just thinking of the food <laughs> every time. And I loved it because, you know, I got to go out to so many different restaurants. I had great company. I didn't have to do anything with them. And okay. actually, I found it got to the stage where I was using it as a dinner app. 
do you know what Amanda as you're saying this I'm really quite interested into how you've managed to get to that point because you know like you said you know with with these apps and tinder it, it's so superficial that you for most part you don't even get past probably you know swiping left and maybe some new no 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 because I used it like five six years ago but the thing is mm-hmm. also when it was a bit more or, or, or authentic and also Mm. The thing is, some of them will take you to dinner, honey. You know, they will take you to dinner. You have to just keep on talking because, you know, they talk to several people. Now and they want us to do drinks, you know, in London. I don't know how about in LA, but here to pass to the dinner, you go drinks first. They're going to hope they're going to get you drunk enough so that you don't want to do That's an American thing. That came from America because when I got here, I was shocked by the fact that men would not invite women for dinner and they would take them. They would say, oh, I'll meet her for a drink or a coffee. And some of them would actually wait, go for a drink, and they will decide during the drink if the girl is worth taking for dinner. That is so bad. But I'll tell you something with online apps and me. You know, I think there's a message also for men or women or whoever. You also have to know what you're what you're worth, what your value. That's very true. Yes. That so it does come down to I, I'm chatting to him on Tinder and he doesn't invite me to dinner. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you ain't need that. <laughs> you swipe in left, is it? Yeah, swipe. That's it. That's <laughs> it. To the yeah. left. Yeah. To the left. <laughs> I guess you know what it really is just as simply as easy as that, isn't it really? If he's yeah. not really giving you what it is, you move on. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's someone that will. Yeah. For every yeah, yeah. Guy that wouldn't, there is someone that will. That's very what I true. The world has 6 billion people. You see what I mean? Another trick I'm going to teach people about dating apps, don't only date people in your city. 100%. I I used to go and I would look for other cities and I would just start searching guys there and start talking. Obviously, I couldn't travel there, but sometimes what ended up happening is you know, you, you might make a friend or if you're traveling there one day, you might go have a dinner. You know what I mean? And if you're going on holiday... Check out the Tinder there. Go on a few dates. You don't know where you're going to meet Mr. or Miss Wright. So, yeah, yes, it is. Broaden your horizons, yes. So, was there a particular bad experience either of you had with any <laughs> of my dates? Like, I really want to the top notch worst story right now. <laughs> I tell you, my date story. No, I'll let Betsy talk first. I've been talking too much. Oh, no, 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 no. My, 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 Betsy's got some stories. Come on, Betsy. I've got a very interesting story, but I'm not sure how far I can go with this. But I guess the bottom line of, of my story was this, that the person who I chose to meet up with was, the bottom line was that he was not what he said he was. He was not, he gave the impression that he was taller and his picture was photoshopped to the nines. So he really didn't look anything like what he said he, he did. When we met, I mean, he gave me the impression that he was, and, and, and not to say that this is all, but he gave me the impression he was in a high powered job. You know, he works, he travels around the you know, Europe, especially. And basically, yeah, it was, it was just a big letdown. When I got to him, he told me that he didn't work. He didn't live at the place that he said that he lived at. It basically was a really big, a huge lie. I mean, this person was hiding behind this his profile and giving you know an impression that there's a lot more to the story, but I cannot share with you on air right now. There will be a time and a place for that. I would love to one day be able to tell our listeners, but it, it, it's quite the shocker. Well, Betsy, you know, the thing is, you know, one thing you talked about 
which I want to talk about now is about how people lie on their profiles. So I think we all try to boost ourselves. It's a natural thing for human beings to like boost ourselves more than we are. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of men will say, oh yeah, all these girls that I date are all photoshopped. You know, I met her and she's like 10 years older. She's like this, she's like that. And men do it too. They lie about their income. They lie about their stuff. We'll get to that later when Sophia asks us about the things we should check out for, but I was just yes. mentioning that. Yeah. But, you know, I think a lot of it, like, you know, when people say, if I went on an online date and someone was photoshopped and I saw them, if I still liked them, I wouldn't care. I'll tell him, I think you were photoshopped. I know you were. But the problem becomes when they start lying about everything. Like, well, this you is don't have thing. a job. Yeah. You don't this have a thing. Well, this is what I'm saying. Over. Yeah, so he for me was a, a huge letdown because there wasn't exactly. anything, and it's not somebody that I would like to take further into, you know, exactly. a relationship with. Exactly. But I've had an incident when I first met Olivia. I met a French guy called Olivier. He's probably somewhere oh here. <laughs> Who became an <laughs> absolute stalker? He became an absolute stalker. So um, we went on these dates, and then we decided to go on another. We became like friends first of all, because you know we'd meet. There was nothing sexual or anything, and you know because. Another thing about me and online dating, I don't care how quick you get those girls in bed. You ain't getting me in bed, honey. Because that's how I roll. Check. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like, you know, that's your business. No, no, no. (laughs) That's another thing. Women have to realize. You have to know what your scruples are. There's nothing going to bed with someone on the first date. There's nothing wrong with that. But you have to, don't go to bed with him and then say, Oh my God, he used me or he didn't call me. You knew that could happen. You know what I mean? So this guy, Olivia, we became like friends. And I remember I lived in a house in Beverly Hills and I had a little guest house and this woman was living with in the guest house. And so one day Olivia came to my house and I said, I'm going to pop down to the shops. And so I popped down to the shops to, you know, just go and get some stuff because I think we were going to cook or whatever. And when I came back, Pia said to me, I need to talk to you, Amanda. So I said, what's going on? So when he left, she then told me that when she, he had, I had gone to the store, he was going through my stuff. Oh my he goodness. Was, yeah, he was literally going through my stuff. Oh my you know, because I had this little office, like a desk. He was going through everything, everything. But he also proposed to me to get engaged. He was like kind of a stalker. On the yeah. same night as he went through your stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, this was before... He had gone through my stuff. This was like within two weeks. It was like a whirlwind thing. And he's like, oh yeah, I want to get your ring. So he took me to Tiffany's, measure my finger. And that's where I learned he was taking the ring out on finance. You know, he was going to pay 25,000 down and 25,000 on finance. And I was like thinking, wow, $50,000 $50, ring. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was like, mm, something wasn't quite right, you know? Anyway, I later learned that Olivier was just looking for, because he was trying to renew his green card. He was looking for a way to stay or get a green card. And I had a green card at that time. And he wanted to kind of latch onto my, you know, it was just like a whole mess. I had to cut him off in the end. And he was so desperate to get married that I actually introduced him to someone else. (laughs) And I said to her, do you want to get married? Because there's a guy looking to get married. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And, she ended up not even dissing him as well. But yeah, that's how that happened, you know. So you meet all sorts of characters on the internet. But that's that right. said, mm-hmm. you meet all sorts of characters in life. The reason I don't mind the internet is because if I met someone in a bar, I don't know anything about that person apart from what they tell me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So it's the same thing on the internet. If I meet you in the bar, I've never met you before. Mm -hmm. All I see is what I see here. You could be someone totally different from what I saw the first time. But in saying that, Amanda, the difference what you have with meeting somebody in person is that you get a feel of what they are, how they walk, yeah, how they talk, their, their, their energy. No, their, that's their what online dating is. Online dating, you, yeah, you meet but, online, but, go and meet the first time. No, I, mean, I see what you're saying. But, you know, initially, for me, um, maybe I'm speaking for myself, you know, when I get a feel of that person, how they talk, what, what the, you know, you, it's, it's immediate. You can get an immediate you know, a reaction or, or from them. I think and, also and, and sometimes you can pick up on the vibration and then figure out like, yeah. um, I mean, this, this is all personal. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, has that. I think what that does, I think what online dating does also is it helps us cut to the crap out because mm-hmm. think about it. Mm-hmm. How many guys have we met in the bar that we felt the feeling da da da, and where are they now? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, it's, it's I agree with you, for, Yeah, I everything. agree with you. I'm not. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you. I, but what I I'm agree. also saying, I online know. dating, kind of, I don't know. You know, there's arguments for and against. I guess 100. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess the romance of initially meeting someone and the thrill. Yes. Of you know the romance is there when you meet someone for the first time. Mm-hmm. You see, I feel like life. somebody really wants to hide something. No matter where you meet them, they're gonna work really hard to hide whatever they want to hide. Just like an example, if any of our listeners have ever watched a Netflix show called Dirty John, which is based on a true story about this guy that used this woman for her money and stuff, and he was—I think he was like a like a psychopathic like killer some sort of thing i don't remember exactly the story but like any kind of weirdness how he how he would use people and he had like drug problem and he hid that drug problem and all of that kind of stuff i don't know have you watched dirty john no oh my god you really no no i haven't no Uh, it's on netflix it's uh, eric barnard plays the main character and it's based on a true story and yeah he used this woman and her daughter was constantly telling her that there's something really fishy about this guy. And apparently he like used a lot of her money to buy drugs and he worked in the hospital and he was stealing morphine from the hospital to feed his addictions. And it was bad. Like, I think, I think he ended up, I don't want to tell the story away, but there were some incidents in it. Like he threatened to kill her and things like that. And it was really bad. So that brings me to, my next question about uh, what would be is that what should you really find out about the person before you meet with them for the first time? So personally, I think it's always good to find the full name out of the person because if you know the full name, somehow you can check the Facebook and stuff like that and then kind of do a little detective work. If You know, because in big cities like London and LA where we're living, there's a big concentration of people that could be slightly dangerous. And I feel like even if you meet people at the bar or online dating or whatever kind of way you meet people, it's always good to be a tiny bit more cautious, especially in big cities, just because of the concentration of people. You can come across somebody who's a bit dangerous. There's been sad stories about like some online dating turning into like some horror stories, which I don't really want to go into because I don't want to scare anybody off uh, any sort of dating. But the most important thing I feel like is to find out like main things about the person 
not particularly like get too deep into like what they're looking for, but basically that's one of the questions that I would ask upon speaking to somebody, but finding out like where they work or, you know, what their background is and things like that, that I feel like for my peace of mind would be something I would want to know. Betsy? Okay. So for me, I totally agree with everything Sophia said. There's more I would do. And this is, you know, whoever's listening, here are some tips that will really, really help you preventing danger, you know, in your online dating. So there's the one thing Sophia said, when you meet someone online, you don't know who they are. And it's the same if you meet them in a bar, they could be using a fake ID, whatever. But number one, try and find out their full name. If you find out their full name, you can Google them, you can Facebook them, you can do all that type of stuff. If they do, you know, some people don't like to say where they work. And I understand that because, you know, he doesn't know you either. He doesn't want a stalker calling where he works. But you can also do that um, legwork because what you could do is if you can find out where they work through LinkedIn. And then what you can do is you can actually call the place of work. And they don't need to, wait, wait, listen to me. Let me finish. (laughs) you don't need to say your name. Like you can go, like, for example, I call a place. I say, oh, hi, can I speak to Sophia Brad? And they say, oh, Sophia Brad, let me put you through. I drop the phone. I know Sophia Brad works there. That's right. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Now, listen very carefully. There's a very important thing I want to tell people. A lot of people, sometimes when you meet psychopaths or whatever, some of them lie. So they go online they find someone's name, someone who already has the same name and they use their name. They use everything. So when you say, what's your name? Oh, it's John. Oh yeah. What's my Facebook. And sometimes they're even using his photo, but it's not, it's not a lot of times because as soon as you get on the date, you know, it's not them, but sometimes some people will use someone else's name Mm -hmm. and you will think it's them. So also if you have their photo on a dating app, try and compare it to the photo on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. or yes. on the person's Facebook page. Yeah. Now, for security reasons, one thing, these are three tips that could help every woman and so and man and anybody who wants to be safe in online dating. Number one, before you go on an online date, switch on your Find My iPhone. That's find right. My iPhone is a thing on the iPhone or on the iOS app where anyone can find your iPhone. Number two, you can also let a friend know where you are because on the iPhone, you can actually switch on the map thing. And send location. location. It's one of the points I was going to pay. Yeah, yeah that, location. That, like it will, it, it can, I mean, you can have the location permanently on where your friend can track you all day. Yeah. And you can switch it off. So you can give a friend your location. For example, I could say, Sophia, Betsy, I'm going to on this date tonight. They don't need to know who it is. I can just say, here's my location. So with the location thing, they can actually see you everywhere you went. Yeah. Number three, when you get to the date, let him know that someone else knows that you're here. That's right. right. You know, you don't say, oh, I've told some people that I'm coming to meet you. You just say, oh, yeah, my friend, I, my friend just dropped me, actually. If he says, how did you get here? Oh, my friend just dropped me off. Mm-hmm. He knows someone else knows where you are. Yeah. Or have somebody say that to come and pick you up so that they know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But sometimes you can't get them to come and pick you up, but mm-hmm. he, you have to let him know whichever way it is that someone knows where you are and be very careful when you're moving location. And it's also when I'm having a conversation with a guy I'm on a date with, some guys would actually ask it. They'll say, they'll say things like, wow, you're very brave. You know, don't you think it's not safe for a woman to be meeting? You know, cause some guys are genuinely concerned and they'll ask you questions like that. But if a guy asks me a question like that on a date, like, 
oh, you know, don't you think it's, you know, don't you feel, you know, I would say to him, I'd say, yeah, I have my, find my iPhone on and my friends know where I am. I'll tell him straight that, you yeah, know, so he's very aware. <laughs> yeah. That, There's so nothing that, with Amanda. No, yes. you have to be like that. So yeah. those are things you should do. They're very simple things. Yes. And a lot and of times. Crucial for safety. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, and another number three, another one I want to really tell you is when you leave the date, always, always take a taxi, even if it's a, even, that, if, yeah. even if it's a few blocks. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? You might want to take the tube. Separately, yeah, separately. Take the taxi to the tube station because what happens is some people meet dates near their house because it's easy. Then they walk home mm-hmm. and the guy's watching them. Yes. Mm-hmm. He knows where you live. He could stalk you. If you live alone, he could break in. So you you have to be very careful of little things like that, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the main one, you know, without knowing somebody is, you know, not to go back. I mean, the thing is, you know, safety is key. We all have to learn how to protect ourselves and going back with somebody that you've just met with, with you know, is not something that would I would say, you know, we all know. Totally agreed. Mm-hmm. Totally agreed. Definitely. Definitely. Well, let's say your date goes well. Yeah. And you're bouncing off each other. You're having like a great time. How do you actually get to know the person really well? Now, there was this article in the newspaper that talked about 36 questions designed to help you fall in love. Mm -hmm. I find asking 36 questions from someone on the first date could be a little bit too much. But if you Google this, 36 questions designed to help you fall in love, it will give you the list of them questions. And what you can do, you can look at the questions and maybe answer some of them that kind of stand out for yourself. You know, like, what would you like to know about that person based on the questions that that you see in front of you? And maybe pick out like a good 10 of these questions that kind of stand out for you. And my friend once mentioned another thing to me. We can go back to the 36 questions. But this question that my friend mentioned to me, which kind of like goes hand in hand with the fact when people are seeing multiple amount of people at the same time, or they have possibly unfinished business with someone that we're seeing prior to meeting you. And it's a really, really interesting question. I I can't wait to hear your guys' opinion on it. And it goes like this. If you took a picture with me and put it on your Insta story and tagged me, is there anyone who would get upset that's a good one, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that really gets me. And I think, like, I haven't been on a date in a very long time, but if I go on a date after lockdown, that is one question that I'm going to ask 100 million percent. But I think, Sophia, the question, the answer to that is a lot of people, it's not that like they have someone that's going to get upset, but some people are just shy or they feel like people are going to ask questions like, whoa, who's she? The upset part is basically about, like, is there someone of the opposite sex? That's, I'm, I'm talking straight dating right now is there anyone of opposite sex that will get upset if you posted a picture with you and me on your insta story that's a good one to think i mean i don't have anyone will get upset yeah, if I, post yeah. Anyone, but I, no, I mean there I isn't mean, anybody there for me so i, I guess I, i'm out of this question for now <laughs> yeah if anyone would get upset that would just mean that they've basically lost their chance <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, it's it's a you know it can, it's a difficult one in in a sense because you know you could get upset for so many reasons. Maybe not wanting to put you know your profile out there for people to see what's going on. The other reason you could you know maybe the relationship might not last or it's not a relationship that you want people to see. But also, I think what's a fear is even if the person. Sorry, sorry. I was saying, I think if what Sophia means is even if the person just tags you, does she, he doesn't need to say my girlfriend. He can just say hanging with Sophia. Yeah, but, yeah. But, maybe, but maybe what I meant by upset is like, maybe let me rephrase it. Would anyone be bothered? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like really bothered. Yes, bothered, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. People can get upset for loads of reasons, but would anyone be bothered? It's true. Depending. But going back to your thirty-six questions, I read those questions. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great, great exercise. It but is. The, unfortunately, I feel that that exercise comes after the third date. Mm-hmm. When you yeah, this one the third... thing is probably not for yeah. the third date. But yeah. if you really want to get to know someone, you can pick a few of them questions and ask them. I think questions. you can ask them on the first date, but you have to memorize like six or seven of them and <laughs> you just ask them, ask them in conversation. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, just in casual. But they also some of those questions I felt they don't uh, would or relate to everybody because there were some questions, mm-hmm. you know, about uh, I think one was about gratitude. What are you great most grateful for? And yeah, I mean it depends in the context. You know, you don't just meet someone. What are you most grateful for? I mean, no, but. But you can yeah. ask because everybody should know at least one thing in their life that they're most grateful for. Uh, and yeah, like, I understand. And, yeah, and I understand. from the answer, you can tell a lot about the person. I see what you're saying. Yes. That's, yeah, that's because good, I think good. everyone in life knows one thing they're grateful for, even if they just say my mother mm-hmm. yeah. or my parents, my family. I yeah. want if you if, uh, what, if you don't know what you're grateful for, I'm sorry. I don't want to date you. <laughs> you know? no, I hear what you're saying. I think maybe like you were saying before, it's, for me, it wouldn't be something, I, I guess maybe it wouldn't be something I'd ask you, straight away. I'd get I to would, Yeah, that. but you could put it in the question. You know, like, because when yeah, you're yeah, on yeah. the first date, you're talking about each other a lot. That's right. I mean, yeah. I ask people how their relationship with their mother on the first date all the mm-hmm. time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So certain questions. Yeah, so some you know, that I felt didn't relate I wouldn't. I just say, oh my God, you know, like I'm really grateful for a lot of things in my life. And I'm just, I mean, and I think another thing you can do with those questions is if you turn it around to you so that you don't ask them and you just start telling them about what you're grateful for. It can also let them see a lot about you. So if you memorize a lot of those things and you start just talking about them, it could let them give insight into who you are. And if it's a genuine person that really looking for something that but like, you know, just to give our listeners like a little incline if they're not near a computer, like there's a few of them, four of them I quite like. Like one of them is, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Mm-hmm. Which can start a topic about their passions, about their purpose and all of that thing that, that can flow into many different things. Then what do you value most in a friendship? Um, what is your most treasured memory and what is your most terrible memory? These are things I feel like if you share these memories and these thoughts about yourself with the other person, it kind of starts building a slight bond because knowing, knowing, and it just will tell you a little bit more about their personality, about what type of person they are, whether you could bond with them on some levels. I feel like it's not necessarily a third day kind of question, but as I said, it's good to have a look at the list of these 36 questions and then pick and choose something that you might want to know about the person upon the first time that you meet them. 
I really like those questions, especially the ones you ask, because mm-hmm. the good thing is they go beneath the surface. You mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to say? It's like they're going beneath the surface. And yeah. when you ask people those questions, it's like, it's something much more, you know, personal. Yes. But it's also not too personal, you know? Yeah. And I and feel like them, yeah. it's about them, but it's also... It's about get also getting to the core, you know, getting Yeah, to but it's also with these questions, it's like they're counterintuitive. So what yes. happens is every time you ask them a question of one of these questions, you answer it for yourself too. Yes. So yeah. So it's almost like I agree. you tell them, you, they tell you their greatest accomplishment and you tell them yours. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's yeah, not yeah. a one-way yeah. question. And it also goes to show you how open the person because you see i feel like the main reason online dating doesn't work whether people like each other or not and they say they are is because people don't go deeper yeah it's very surface driven yeah yes it's true you see that's why i want to give tips at the end of this because i feel like also for both male female whoever that's dating a lot of people are not writing out their profiles Mm -hmm. properly yes i agree yeah because people feel embarrassed so when they write their profiles they're not saying what they want the thing They'll is, just say, don't read the profiles now because they just want to go straight to the, the thing, It doesn't matter. You have to be very honest with yourself and your profile. Yeah. Like, you just have I to say, to. like, this is what I'm looking for, this and this and this, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, it works when it's like that because what happens is you will, a lot of people won't even click that profile to start with because you're just being so honest. Yeah. And somebody that thinks they want what you want will eventually click the profile. That's true. But going out with a lot of people thinking you can change them, it's it's not going to work. So, so we have, you know, what we've really been saying here is that we've established that, you know, to, to find your common interests and, you know, to find, you know, if you're on the same wavelength, it really is about, you know, understanding and like you said, sharing your goals, your aspirations, what you want from your work, from life, you know, from your future, because mm-hmm. you, it's really good to do, like you said, to determine these things and know that this is the, you're on the same track. You know, like you said, Amanda, you know, and, and Sophia, it's about can they handle your truth? You know, the history about yourself, your life, you know, your experiences, because, you know, some people come with certain situations in their lives that have happened. And, you know, whether the person you, you want to be with can deal with those things as well. Yes. Um, I also believe that, you know, we, we all know that it's that we should maybe put to people, or even like you say, discuss about where you want to with marriage, with children. Yeah. These are key things you need to, you know, to establish very earlier on in, you know, when, when dating somebody, yeah. you know, because if, if somebody you're with doesn't want to get married or have children, then really there's no, and that's what you want. We all know that that's not the path that you should take. I also think, you know, money and, f- and finances, this is like, you know, important to discuss whether you're, suitably matched financially or if you're not or whether you know if that's something that's important to you and and like I guess we've mentioned before in other episodes you know your your love languages yes yes and also if you have similar priorities in life Mm -hmm. exactly so good well I mean I think we can go straight to like few tips if we want to just recap what Amanda said because from my perspective, I, I really want everyone to go out there after the lockdown's over because it's going to be a mayhem <laughs> and go on some dates, meet interesting people, be open minded and, you know, hope for the best, but also be very cautious, be careful. Like Amanda said, 
if it's a first date with someone you've never met before and it's an uh, either an online person or someone you kind of crossed on uh, across paths on the street or in the shop and exchange numbers make sure that if it's a first date with someone that you don't know you always share your location the whole night with somebody okay. that you find close to yourself that if you don't answer their phone call um at a certain time they will know that something's wrong you know like we all have that one or two friends that you can um, disclose this information with, and that's going to keep an eye on you. So mm -hmm. just stay safe out there no matter what, because this world is not always very rosy. So just keep your eyes open, but hope for the best. Yeah. So I would like to cap off by giving a few tips. Like Sophia said, number one, stay safe. Number two, your profile. When If you really want to find long-lasting love and it's not just for dating because a lot of people say they're, they're looking for love but they're not if you're looking to have long-lasting love write a profile and tell them what you're looking for mm -hmm. say write a profile saying i'm looking for a partner a life partner don't be shy people might say it's cheesy but write what your heart is telling you to write because guess what if you sing your song the person that loves that song will hear it Mm -hmm. And they will be the person to, you know, like say, I want to go out with this girl because yeah. I believe there's 6 billion or more people in the world and there's somebody for everybody. 100%. But if they don't know who you are and you're putting this barricade in front of you because you think it's online dating, I can't say too much. I'm not telling them to tell them everything about your life, yes. but you have to really know what you want. Mm -hmm. I've decided that the next time I go online dating, I'm going to list what I want in you. I'm going to list what I have to offer in me. Yes, yes that's very good. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to have, I, I always have a little disclaimer there that please do not answer, do not, you know, like click left or right if none of this, you know, resonates with you. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to waste my time. But guess what? It will resonate with someone. Yes. What a lot of people say. Yes, because what a lot of people do is they say, "Oh, I'm not going to write all that because you know." And then, of course, you didn't write all that. You weren't clear, so therefore, you met a lot of people that were not suitable. You see what I'm saying? True that, Betsy. I just want to thank you for all of your time today, and thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you all on behalf of all three of us, and just remember. Stay hopeful, but stay safe when you're out there dating. And for all of the millennials like me, I'm so grateful for the option of online dating because even in times of a lockdown and like, or even when you're very busy with work, online dating and app dating offers you the choice of speaking to people if you can't meet them face to face and then potentially going out there and hopefully finding love if love is what you're looking for and i'm hopeful that one day the love of my life will find me and i'm wishing the same thing to all of you that are looking for love and just stay safe and stay hopeful out there on your dating escapades thanks again for tuning in and with this i want to say goodbye and take care